Hello, and welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between organizing and faith. So our focus is not so much on the how to get organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the chaos and the clutter in our lives behind. I'm Angie Heitch. I'm an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George. I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right. So Leanna, starting off on this episode, uh, you know me really, really well. You know all about loving to get on hiking trails and bicycle trails, love to travel, big time word nerd, um, author, reader, all that kind of stuff. But there's two other nerdy categories that I'm not sure if you know about me. So you got any guesses? Uh, well, not off the top of my head. I, I vaguely remember that you said that you had a science background. So yes, to me, that's that, nerdy because yes. math and numbers don't do well with me. And next to that is science. So yeah, yeah okay. so that's what, that would definitely be one for me if you if you wanted to call that nerdy. Although the science people listening are going, no, it's not. Um, and then, um, yeah, I don't I can't think of any what the other one might be. What What is it? Okay. All right. So, yes, you got one of them, the science one, and we're it's going to be important in this episode a little later. But the other one is there are several categories of books and movies that I love that many people would probably consider nerdy. And one of them is Lord of the Rings. Mm. So uh, I was introduced to the Lord of the Rings when I was in college dating Eric. And I've read all the books at least once. I think Eric's read them all like 20 something times. Oh, wow. Um, also Harry Potter, all that. But anyway, Lord of the Rings, the reason I'm mentioning that one is because there's a really, really good quote that is just perfect for this episode. So if you're into Lord of the Rings, um, then you might already know what I'm talking about. So are you um, into Lord of the Rings? Yeah. You know, I, I have watched the three movies. Um, okay. Lord of the well, Rings. there's more than three, but. Yeah, I know. I, I don't watch the prequel stuff. I, I think my okay, got it. That and don't I don't watch all that. And um, definitely haven't read the books. Um, oh. I, I do know, you know, like the characters, like Gandalf and okay. Sam and um, Frodo, and of yeah. course Gollum. Um, okay, and, you know that kind of stuff. So that's but that's about really where my okay. And, but I watch the movies more than once. So. Okay. All right. Well, we can still be friends then. Um, although oh, you. you really are, you really are missing out on the books. They are just, oh my goodness. Well, they're so the books good. Are always better than the movies. Always. Yeah. Always. I think I have one, only one exception to that in my whole life. But anyway, back to Lord of the Rings. Okay. The, the quote in the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring, is just so perfect when it comes to um, not having a cluttered schedule and having some margin in our life. So this is Bilbo, the original... Uh, owner of the ring. Well, Gollum was actually, but well, anyway, so Bilbo is talking to Gandalf and he says, I am old Gandalf. I don't look it, but I'm begin to beginning to feel it in my heart of hearts. Why I feel all thin, sort of stretched. You know what I mean? Like butter that has been scraped over too much bread. Mm. That can't be right. I need a change or something. Mm. That resonates with me so much 
the butter and the bread specifically. Mm. So yesterday I baked some bread. Well, day before. Anyway, so, you know, you get it out of the oven. It's still warm. Oh, and there's nothing better than to just get a big old pat butter and slather it on that warm bread and just, you know, so it's just like dripping off the sides. Well, what if when I made my bread a couple of days ago and it comes out and I'm so excited, I realize that all I have is like a fourth of a pat of butter. There's nothing mm -hmm. else in there. And I'm trying to scrape that little tiny smidgen of butter over the bread. It's just not going to work. And so in a similar way, when we have too many tasks on our to-do list, too many events on our calendar, we are very stretched, just like that analogy with Bilbo. And I can honestly say that for most of my adult life, I have felt stretched that way. It's had some serious consequences. And the worst part is that I've brought most of this on myself. Yeah. Well, let me say that bread and butter resonates with me really well on my waistline, on my rear. <laughs> <laughs> and real butter over margarine all the way. <laughs> well, and, you know, we're talking about margin, but we could uh -huh. also be talking margarine. So, okay. So going back to the topic, <laughs> I do, I like that. Um, I like the parallel you made, the analogy you made there, because it is, it's so, and I'm a visual person, right? Um, and when I'm writing, I, I want to show versus tell. And that is just such a visual picture that, yeah, I am just like, I can hear the scrape of the knife <laughs> against the toasted bread, just you know, scraping and just trying to get all of it I can. And it's just dry and there's mm -hmm. nothing there. And that's how it is when we have calendars and schedules that are, um, you know, cluttered. And we talked about this a lot in episode four last time mm -hmm. um, about how, you know, we can do that. And so we're not going to talk so much about that. But now that we know that we're stretched thin, how do we declutter our schedule and how do we build that margarine or margin into our life? Yeah. So um, I can say now that uh, while this has been an issue most of my life, the past few years, I've been really making a concerted effort to get some of the clutter out, making some very difficult choices, some soul searching and prayer. And um, I'm in the best position I've been. I've still got ways to go, but uh, I've been able to be more giving as far as my time and my priorities so that I can, well, like our podcast says, uh, you know, get rid of the clutter, shaping our hearts and home for what matters most. And um, I, it, it's been really, really uh, just so worth that effort. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really great. That's really great. Um, I know I looked at my calendar today and my to-do list and I was like, oh, there's not so much on there. And I was just, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, because I, I'm trying to build that margin into my life. So yeah. how, how did you do that? How did you build that margin into your life and how did you declutter and, and what difference have you seen since you've been doing that? Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to the how, I'm going to go back to my other nerdy category that you remembered, which was science. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I got an undergrad in biology and a um, graduate degree as a pediatric PA, physician assistant, and okay. master's in medical science. So spent a lot of time in the lab and looking at slides or dissections of different animals. We had uh, some time in the cadaver lab in PA school. Oh, my Yuck. God. 
I'm just going to have to say I miss the lab. I'm very nerdy in that way. And so being able to take that really focused look at whatever it was we were studying was really helpful. So I've used a similar kind of technique, not with a microscope or magnifying glass, but just to look at everything on my calendar, everything on my to-do list, and then see, does it match up? We talked about some of this in episode four, um, you know, being able to make those good choices. Um, And, but when we are able to do that, look in detail and then make those choices, the benefits are just, they're so wonderful having that margin in our life. Um, And I think you can do that two different ways. You can either like be proactive looking ahead, or you can look backwards and both of Mm -hmm. them work. They're both uh, helpful. So if you want to use the looking back, uh, a good way to do that is uh, to time track. So keep track of everything that you spend time on and how much time. And oh man, that is a painful Mm -hmm. exercise. One, because good grief, you got to record everything. Yeah. And then two, because then like at the end of a week, a week's a good amount of time to do it. And you look and say, oh, okay, here's my priorities. Let me get that out again. Let me, and let me just examine. Oh, that doesn't really match up. You know, I'm saying what's most important is this, but look how much time I spent surfing the internet or binging on Netflix or whatever it is that we're choosing to spend time. Um, The other thing we can do is be proactive and say, okay, so this is, let's say Friday might be a good day to look at my next work week or whatever day you choose. Let me look ahead, see what's on there right now. And then maybe you have to make the hard choice. Okay, well, I had planned that, but that really does not match with my priorities or Maybe it does, but there's just too much mm-hmm. and you yeah. kind of know what you can handle and what you can't. And so you've just got to make those hard choices. But when we do and we have some margin and we're not one quarter of a pad of butter trying to spread over a slice of bed, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that. I mean, peace is something we all want, right? And mm-hmm. we are, we seek it, we want it. And so often we don't find it, but Yes. You know, we can if we will clear out some clutter and clear out some activity and clear out um, some of the things that we think that only we can do and let go of stuff. Right. Um, and, and we do. We can get that um, piece that we want. Um, listening to you talk about spending your time on things I, I and, and our priorities, it reminds me of the story of Jesus with Martha and Mary. Um, you know. Oh yeah, that one that that is just always going to be a part of a discussion on time management. And let me say, I've got a love hate relationship with that story, but I'm glad right. you're bringing it up because it's important. Yeah. Well, because you know we want to always guide people to God's word about mm-hmm. whatever topic it is we're talking about, and and you know this is a perfect example of somebody who um, you know was focusing on what was the most important thing versus letting the busyness of everything and. Let me just read it first a little bit, and then we can we can dissect it and talk about it a little bit. Um, So this comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It says, as Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She Mm. came to Jesus and she said, and I can just imagine her standing at the door, her hand (laughs) on her hip, the broom in her hand, right? And she's just going, Lord, doesn't it seem a little unfair to you that my sister is just sitting there where I do all the work? 
tell her to come help me. And then, you know, I can imagine Jesus. And I've always thought this about Jesus, that he went over to Jesus and goes, Mary, Martha, you're worried, upset over all these details, you know, but I, I know Jesus wouldn't have talked like that. He loved no. Martha. And he went over to her and he just gently, lovingly said, dear Martha, you're worried and upset over all these details, but there's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. And so I, I think that when we look at this issue of time management and the busyness of our life and um, how we, you know, figure out what our priorities are, you know, the story of Martha and Mary, because you can either be a Martha or you can be a Mary, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, and too many of us, I mean, there's always balance in life, right? I think it's, it, that's the key is finding how do you be a little bit of both Martha and Mary, but um too many of us are too often Mar Martha's and, you know, we should probably try to be more like Mary. Oh yeah. It, you know, I, I said, I've got a love hate relationship with the story because, Oh, I'm just such a Martha. I'm just mm -hmm. really yeah. a Martha. I am a worker bee. I am just like, you know, get the task done. I am really big on fairness Mm -hmm. And that yes. seemed extremely unfair. I am working so hard and she is just sitting there being lazy. And then, you know, Jesus calls her out. Was he harsh? I'm sure his tone was good. You know, he had the best in mind, but good grief. It's not like she was sitting there just binging TV. Well, they didn't have TV, but she was making him dinner, you know? Yeah. He was doing something for him. And then here he does, goes and talks about how Mary chose what was better and in Martha's mind, she's just lazy sitting yeah. there. But, but, but when then we kind of just back up and not be defensive and be, well, wait, wait, I'm a Martha. Uh, we do know that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus. Uh, later mm -hmm. on in the Gospel of John, uh, when Jesus finds out that Lazarus is sick and it says Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, they were three of his closest friends. They visited regularly. So we know. Although this teaching was difficult, we know he had that Jesus had Martha's best interests at heart. We know he appreciated her making dinner too, but he's trying to say that what's most important here is that, you know, spending time with God, this is the son of God. This is God in the flesh right here at your house. And so there's a better way. He's there in person. And so what could they do to really prioritize being with him? Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, you have to wonder what, what did you feed the King of King and Lords of Lords? I mean, what, what <laughs> prime rib? Cause he's the ruler. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, what, what would you do and how would you have prepared and how would Mary, uh, I mean, Martha and, you know, Mary, cause I, I do believe that Mary probably was helping. Right. I, I believe that I, in my heart of hearts, I don't think that she was lazy. I think she was no. there helping. I think she was preparing. But when Jesus arrived, she mm -hmm. stopped, right? She mm -hmm. stopped what she was doing and went to what was most important. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's what we have to really understand. But I know the times when we have had parties at my house or we've hosted events at my house and I'm sitting there and I am running around trying to make this elaborate, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, four course meal, right. Or three course meal or whatever. And my husband's just sitting there watching TV and I'm like, why aren't you helping me? You know? <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I think part of the problem is Leanna, you don't have to make a four course meal. Mm. Your friends will probably be happy with some chips, 
or and some french fries and some hamburgers and hot dogs you know mm -hmm. i think what the problem is is that we make it more complicated than it needs to be and that's probably what martha was doing yes probably trying she knew who jesus was she knew who he was and so she wanted to do everything for him and put out the best for him but sometimes i think jesus just is saying to us i don't need all the fancy bells and whistles mm -hmm. keep it simple just give me what is you know he was he was a humble guy he never really wanted a whole bunch the problem is we live in a world where you have to have this charcuterie board that is, you know, all fancy and laid out and looks like this design, right? And you've got to have these really impressive meals and table settings and all sorts of stuff. And so I think we get caught up and I think Jesus would have been happy with PB&J, right? If they'd had those back then. Um, we just overdo things. I know I do. And so I think we just need to learn to be content with simplicity so that our hearts and minds can focus on him. Absolutely. Yeah. And it could have been like, okay, so let's say they're working ahead and Mary probably was helping. They get to a certain point, you know, it could have been that Martha would say like, okay, so everything's not ready, but you're here, Jesus. So, you know, what should we do? And it could have been that, you know, they just all gather in the kitchen and just throw something together. Cause the important part was that they're together. Yeah. And so let's just focus on that. Um, you know, and when we, you know, going back to this whole like, you know, what are their priorities and making time for what matters most? The beauty of all that is that when when we do design our schedule according to our priorities and it's less cluttered, we have so much more peace because we have some margin. It's not yeah. all crammed full. Um, yeah. You know, we're when both you do it simply. It, it, it gives you yes, more margin. Absolutely. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. Ideally we would have a four course meal and in my kitchen and all the food would look like the Pinterest page, but I'm not going to do that right now because I want to prioritize my time with my guests. I want to prioritize, you know, Jesus is at my house. Um, so talking about margins, uh, you know, we're both avid readers and authors and I saw this great parallel said, okay, so, so let's imagine that we're reading a book, but in this book, all the words, they start at the very top of the page, they go all the way to the bottom and they go from one side to the other of the page. There is literally no white space mm. because I want to get as many words on the page as I can, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, maximum, well, that would be really hard to read is we oh, yeah. need those white spaces in mm -hmm. order to make the words stand out more. So it's like our lives, you know, the meat of our lives is the stuff in the middle, but without those margins, the meat doesn't, it, it's just too much. And so I think figuring out those margins are so important. I found this quote recently that I just love. Uh, Courtney Carver, I didn't look up who she is, but she says, I don't say no because I am so busy. I say no because I don't want to be so busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I actually, that. yeah, I actually had the privilege of interviewing her um, oh really? Yeah, for one of her last um, one of her um, last book releases, and um, oh, she actually know. suffers from MS, and mm. so one of her um, things was to you know figure out how she could build more margin in her life and the difference mm. that it made for her. So highly encourage if anybody wants to read her books, she tells her story. Um, but yeah, definitely want to. Um, we, we need that rest. We need that yes. space to rest. 
um, whether it's our eyes, it's our minds, or our bodies. Rest is mm -hmm. so important. Um, and that's the only way we're going to get that rest is by building March into our lives. That's so good. I'm so glad you have a connection with her. That makes yes. that makes the quote even more special. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're always wanting to go back to the Bible. And I love that God set the precedent for having a margin from the beginning of time. If you think about creation, God, with his breath, creates the whole universe, like mind blown there. So six days, he creates everything. And like in the first episode, we talked about an order, he created with order. But on the seventh day, he rested. Did he rest because he was tired? He probably doesn't get tired. But he was setting a precedent of having margin. Mm -hmm. And so, and just in case we didn't get it, just knowing about the creation, he established something called the Sabbath. Yeah. In um, Exodus, you know, remember the Sabbath day uh, by keeping it holy. And so that precedent he set for us to have one day a week where we don't work, where we put all those to-do lists aside and we spend time resting and spend time with him. And it's just such a beautiful example that God set of margin. He knows yeah. that we were, we are best, most healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, when we have margin in our lives. Yeah. And he, and, and, and he knows that and he calls us to that rest, you mm -hmm. know, he says in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, come to me, all you who are weary mm -hmm. and burdened, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so mm -hmm. when we take that time to rest and use it for the purpose that it was, which is to, you know, spend time with the Lord and, you know, sometimes you can have a daily Sabbath, you can have a weekly Sabbath. Um, and, but when we have that with him in, in true rest, not only do we have a better understanding of what we need to be doing, but we exchange our weariness for his comfort and rest. And I think that's mm -hmm. the perfect definition of a life with margin. Yes, that's so good. And I'm so glad that you mentioned not just weekly Sabbath, but daily Sabbath. Um, not that it's a uh, specific, you know, book, chapter, verse that we can point to, but uh, Jesus regularly took time to spend with God. God knows that we need margin, not just if you look at the calendar of the month or the calendar of the week for the Sabbath, but every day needs some margin mm -hmm. in it. That's the yeah. way that, that that we are most healthy. And uh, yeah, so setting that precedent in scripture for us uh, is just so helpful. So definitely building rest definitely. into that schedule. All right. Well, we've crammed a lot into this episode. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about not cramming too much. All right. We've crammed a lot in there. So let's quickly give our listeners a review of what we did yes. talk about um, in case we can let their, their brain rest a bit. Yeah. So a cluttered schedule leaves us feeling stressed out and stretched like that butter scraped over too much bread. And that's not a healthy lifestyle. God knows it and he has a better plan. And that better plan involves taking a really close-up look at our calendar, our to-do list, and getting rid of things that don't match our priorities. Um, God set a precedent for margin in our lives when he created the world, took a day to rest, and created the Sabbath and told us to, you know, shape our lives accordingly. And a life with margins gives us peace. And that peace is priceless. 
So that that's the overall what we covered today. And um, hopefully our listeners will find this helpful. Yeah. And encouraging. And, yes. and, you know, I was just thinking while you were talking about that, I just thought about, you know, just how God just wants to, you know, comfort us and, and, um, and help us along the way. So I had another thought, but of course, like everything else, my brain, it goes away. So maybe I'll come back <laughs> with it. another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that is it for this episode of Uncluttered. We um, love to hear from you. Please connect with us. You can reach out at contact at uncluttered.faith. Um, we want to hear from you, whether you've got some tips, some advice, um, you just want to share what you think about the podcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you, but even better, we'd love it if you could leave a rating or a review because that's mm -hmm. how people help us um, and find us even more. And our goal is to get to 25 ratings and reviews. So if you could just drop us a quick little line and let us know how that's working for you, we would really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. And share with, if there's probably there have been people as well as yourself, I'm guessing, but people that come to mind, you know, so-and-so, they would really, I think they would really enjoy that. I think they would find value, share it with yeah. them. I, I regularly talk about podcasts that I love. I'm kind of a podcast junkie. So I'm always talking about this podcast, that podcast, um, you know, the joy of sharing it with them. It's all free. It's great information. Um, and that's really probably the best way that people find podcasts is just a personal share. So yeah. uh, appreciate you listening. We love having you as an audience. And until next time, I want to remind you that an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm -hmm.